the big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contracts ever. And keep the phone a number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this 200th edition on May 23rd, 2013, of Everyday Connection. 200. I'm Rico Shields, still, mostly, of the time. And off here to my left, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? Uh, My hair is orange. I heard something about that. Yeah, it's really crazy. A funny thing is, though, I saw my father, my mother-in-law today, and she loves it. I don't know what that's all about, but okay. Um, oh, yeah, I'm okay. trying to get my gray back. I'm trying to get my gray back. It can be a long shift. Anyone that that's colored their hair for a yeah. time knows that. That it's kind of yeah, hard to yeah, especially when you color it reds. I've been dark red various different shades of dark red um, and actually even dark purple at one point black blue, blue black at one point but mostly reds and reds are almost impossible to get out of your hair so um, yes in my first color stripping experience and it's probably going to take two or three um, it's it always seems strange to me too pinky that, orange and that red hair rather punkish so I'll be running around the streets of Toronto pretty soon with uh, pinky orange braids and uh, hippie skirts. Yeah, it uh, always seems strange to me that it would take so long to get red hair dye out of hair because when you dye your hair red, the stuff comes out on your towels and pillows and everything. It, it seems like it won't stay, but I guess the part that stays is there for good. Yes. Yes. See, that's we've gone way off of a field into topics I know nothing about. It's a conundrum. Hair coloring. You know, it's just I don't... It is. <clears throat> However. Absolute. But apparently was... you know about the red getting on to all your... Well, you've been married before, though. And you yeah. have traveled with me. So you yes. know that when I travel, I carry my own towels, that I don't wreck towels in the places that I stay. Right. Because I dye my hair red, and you never know when the dye is going to start leaking out onto stuff and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because it's And we must always be courteous towards our hosts and hostesses. I, I thought it was a always some sort of a you know don't panic type thing. Carry a towel. <laughs> it was well, you we, gotta have your towel. We got there right? Costa Rica. They lost her bag. They weren't sure at least where it was. They didn't lose it. They just weren't sure where it was at the moment. And 
But I had first question was, where's, where's my towel? And she looked, and it was in her okay. carry-on. And she was like, okay, I'll be all right. This is totally okay. I have my towel. Yeah. <laughs> and I was always, like, oh, always, always, hitchhiker's always, guide. Always have Always have your towel. As long as you have a towel, you're good to go. It's all good. And the answer is 42. Oh. Um, yeah. 4 plus 6 equals, or sorry, 4 plus 2 equals 6, which is what? 6. In numerology? No. Somebody look that up. I bet you Shauna knows. Somebody. It could be. Oh, uh, wait. How about current no, events? That would be astrology. What about current? Oh, Yeah. This is cool. And you know what? Let's friggin' introduce Shauna before we talk about this particular current event. And then later, after she gets way in on this one, we'll ask her the question. But I want to hear what she has to say about this because this is really cool. And I'm sure that her response will be quite blunt. (laughs) Someone that very soon will require no introduction uh, at all. Uh, The newest uh, member of the uh, EC family and really been part of the EC family all along because you've heard Jean refer to sister-daughter. And uh, so I suppose that makes, in 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 my case, being a decade some odd older, daughter sister, um, Shauna Lovely, Shauna Hi. Lovely, get it? Hi. Hi. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good, thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're thrilled. We're to happy have to have you. Absolutely. Yes, it's been a long time coming. Totally. Totally. Um, what, like eight, nine years in the making? Something like that? I don't know. At least. Whenever I remember how old I am, I count back, but then I forget how old I am and I forget how far back it's gone and whatever. Somewhere around a decade. Yeah, it's crazy. It was over the, it's got to be. Back then. It's really weird. You were my sister daughter way before I was old enough to have a teenage daughter. But I now I have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. And I was barely out of the teens myself at the time, so what was I doing? So hence, hence the sister-daughter thing. She's a little heavier well, on yeah. sister well, There's thing. also that part where I got a little bit wiser, and the 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 mother-daughter thing kind of flipped it. So right. we had to bring in the sister for the times that we were just feeding it to each other equally. Absolutely, because we do do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as people will soon discover as they follow along this new adventure <laughs> that we're about to The whole child thing should flip around often, I think. But it's true. Well, no, it certainly doesn't our house. That's going to be fun too. We'll Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, current events. Before we get going too far into things, current events. Rick has some really cool news, mm-hmm. and it's actually legitimate news this time. Like it was in the news. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like it was actually like televised the times and on to NBC and all of that. Ah. The Boy Scouts of America in Grapevine, Texas, which is right up here by Dallas, not too far from me, uh, same state anyway, got together and voted to end the ban on uh, openly gay Boy Scouts. So no longer will like the 14-year-old boy that they kicked out because he organized a gay-straight alliance thing at his school, that sort of thing won't happen anymore. They can be who they are instead of who the Boy Scouts think they should be. And 
The crowd was speechless. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for her to say it, but I'll just say it. I'm waiting for you to say it. Me to say it. It's about fucking time, right? Yeah. Yeah. It really is. But she's uh, waiting for me to say it. I'm waiting for her to say it. Because I want to step it up. Because okay. I want to be the one first. to step it up from that. Because I, I I read right. a thing today in uh in the Star in the Toronto Star. Which is which is so odd because I never read the newspaper. I don't know what it was, and uh, so I saw it, and it said something along the lines of they have lifted or they are going to lift the ban on gay men giving blood, and now the only uh, stipulation behind it is he will have to have been celibate for five years, and I just was like, what the, because. What what kind of what kind of what does it matter? Really? Yeah, don't they really, screen like, anyway? Really? They're not going to screen the blood anyway. Right? And, and 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 so what are we? What are they trying to insinuate? Why can't gay people do it? And I'm going to take it there. Is it AIDS? Is it like some kind of Hep C, STD kind of stuff? And if you're going to put that on only gays, well, hmm. And I mean, That's I know. Bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. When AIDS was first <laughs> discovered. It was. You know, when they were first trying to figure out what the heck was going on, there were people in this country, you know, this beautiful country I live in, where freedom and equality is supposed to reign. You know, they called it the gay cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, But that's been a very, very long time ago, you know? Of course, we're only just now getting I, gays in the Boy Scouts, so. Mm. And I, did, I think it's an eye-opener for me, dude, because I was not even aware that there was a ban on gays. Is that in Canada too? No, I was going to say it's in the States. That's got to be in the States. I freaking pray it's not in Canada too because I'm right disgusted with our country if it is. Yeah, the kids that I was taking care of there for a good long while there and uh, scouts and cubs and whatnot. But it's run by the church. <laughs> I no, I mean the ban on the ban on. Um, I know that I know that Boy Scouts you can't be. No, it's OBK, Canada. Sorry, but that's. I'm talking. You Canada. guys get you guys get credit for the blood, blood thing. Yeah, yeah, the blood yeah. thing. Yeah. I that's can't a... believe that we even. I'm wow. We. Canada lifts lifetime <sighs> ban on gay go. men giving blood, but some restrictions remain. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds, doesn't that sound like radio or something? Some restrictions may apply. I think it's I should clarify because I'm sitting here bitching about yeah, it. Um, right. I should clarify, first of all. I think it's freaking awesome that they finally listed the ban. I think it's disgusting yeah. that they've put on restrictions. Yeah. Because they're insinuating that these people are are no cleaner than anybody else. And that's I'm sorry. I am sorry. That's I've met some from. women out there. I can't say I've always been an angel myself who've gotten around. And you're going to tell me that a gay man who's been in a long-term committed relationship is any more dirty than a they promiscuous to, young woman who's out playing around at clubs? Come on. For five years? Come on. It's it's ridiculous. It's horrible. It's horrible treatment of a fellow human being. I think it's absolutely unacceptable, and I hope to goodness people keep bitching, whining, and chewing until they take that off, too. Oh, and there go the dogs. They think it's horrible, too. (laughs) They tend to do that. They act up in passionate moments. Always do. 
We had they passion. feel it from Nikki. That's what we is. had great passion on the show last night. Uh, I couldn't get a word in edgewise for at least 30 minutes. And um, uh, the dogs were going nuts. Yeah, they yeah. do that. I'm sorry. I muted it for a second. But, yeah, it's true. As soon as they get going on a, on a, on a topic, and this is one of the ones I'm really – I'm really passionate. I I just I don't accept that. That's not okay to me. Yeah. No. It's not okay. So while it's great you that it's out there, being, Canadian government, it's not okay. <laughs> well, it's great that it's being put out there, and you know, the gay rights are being put on the news and yada yada whatnot for awareness purposes. Really, are we? Do we still need to be aware of this? Like, we should post like racism. Well. <sighs> information alongside that just to be sure you know that's getting covered as well like why aren't we past this yet? well yeah why do we still have to yeah. have black rights and gay rights and yeah. women's rights and can we just get back to the fact that you know it's human rights mm-hmm. and we all have thank it thank you yes i don't care right. rights we're all right. human beings joy rights you know it, it, now my molly's yeah. going off we're really getting passionate on the, <laughs> but really, well, it is, it, it's, it's always, ridiculous. how can you have a document that says that, of course, it does say all men are created equal, but at the time that was Ugh. a very acceptable way to say everybody. Uh, so well, it I'll is just, still mankind. I, I'll say it the way that they, I believe, intended it, which is that everybody's created equal. Everybody, yes. the the Pope of all people. There's some current events. Every being is created equal. You want to you want to tell them that one, Jean? Since you found it, I don't even remember, but um, that lit up some some controversy where the Pope came out and said, you know, uh, atheists get to go to heaven too, eh? Yeah, just yeah. gotta do good, be good, do good. Um, basically, that's what he was saying. I mean, it, he said it much more eloquently than that, but his his basic thing was. You know, dude went, died on a cross so that everybody could be forgiveness. So everybody could be, you don't have to be Catholic. You don't have to be Christian. You don't have to be this. You don't have have to believe in God. You don't have to know that God exists. He quoted scripture to back it up. He quoted scripture to back it up so that people, you know, would not have near as much room to complain and... And, and, and stuff. Book nine right. in the chat room says, "All who do good are redeemed." Thank you for that direct quote from that article. I recognize it because I read that this morning. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, yeah. it, it, it straight from Vatican Radio. You know, um, if he is not one of us, he cannot do good. If he is not of our party, he cannot do good. And Jesus corrects them: "Do not hinder him." He says, "Let him do good." The the disciples, Pope Francis explains, were a little intolerant. <clears throat> so this was wrong, and Jesus broadened their horizon. How about that? For what How about that? Do? <clears throat> How about that? This How is, about this is Rick the news quotes the Bible because his voice sounds so awesome doing it. Dum, dum. Doesn't it though? And it's scary that he knows it so well. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord said, "Yes, well." If they ever decide but, you know, to remake I mean, Moses, or you know, I don't know. No, but yeah, it's 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 true. It, he's, I agree. If I would say anything on that one, bring it back. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you know, it. I'm excited by it because I think he's still just dipping his toe in. 
and and checking the water temperature before he it's really gets job. going. It's a you fun job. It's a fun job to watch. This guy is is I, I I I'm the dyed in the wool conservative Catholic cardinals have just got to be sweating bullets. You know. Oh, you know they're freaking out. Because and for all those who who are out there saying, "Well, why hasn't he changed this? Why hasn't he done that? Why hasn't he sold the Vatican gold yet?" Listen, dude is a trim tab. Okay, it's we're talking about a multi-billion member ship here. This ship is so big that it carries billions of members around the world. It is going to take time for this ship to change and alter its course. But it takes a tiny little trim tab, altering the course little bits at a time for that big old ship to turn and end up in a totally different spot than it was first headed. Give it time. Give time for the ship to turn. Y'all are not being patient enough. I mean, humankind's not going anywhere. Right. We're going to be around for a long, long time. Enjoy the experience. Stop expecting everything to be right now. If we wanted it to be right now, we wouldn't be here doing this. We wouldn't be bothering to take the time to have these experiences. We'd still be in freaking spiritual. We wouldn't be in physical. Instant manifestation happens there. To take the time period. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're taking time. And, exactly. And I think it it's took gonna... us twenty five thousand years to get for the church to get to where it is. Hey, hey, give it a second. Yeah, and it, it, exactly. it's cool to watch. I'm like, what's he gonna do next? It I literally fun. like I, I Pope Francis and, and, and circus about to week just because I want to see what he did this week because so far something but i'm watching him and you know there's a huge papal penthouse full of servants and he's living in a in in one of the guest rooms which he needs a youtube channel and 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 he eats in the communal dining hall with the other visiting priests now that I want to see that. You can get up in those papal apartments with all those servants and say whatever you want to say. This guy is is doing just what he did in Argentina. Now, back home in Argentina, he sold the papal residence. I mean, the uh, cardinal's residence, and and gave the money to the poor. And I like I I think a couple of shows ago said there's probably a rule somewhere that even the Pope can't sell the Vatican. Wait, what does that even mean? Give the money to the poor. Well. How does can we? I want. I'm curious ah, about that. Well, and I don't know if we're getting too political in the semantics and whatnot. No, but, it's okay. He lives. He lives. No, it's okay. He, he's from Argentina, right? So this is a really impoverished country and right. war torn in some places. Right, but so, what did you do? Like did, draw out the cash and hand it out, or give it to the government? Because I don't know that we want to trust governments. Like that's that's always no, no, no. He put it into. He put it into the church's own programs of you know. Soup kitchens and things like that. Take care of the children. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. He has said repeatedly that he wants to see a poorer church. Yeah. Or a more humble church. Oh, yeah. Right. And, you know, I get a little torqued sometimes when people bring up everybody's distant past because we all probably have things that we would do differently if we had to do them now, but we did them then. And but but even in his past at home in Argentina, when they made him the Archbishop of the of Buenos Aires, he sold the Archbishop's residence. That's just not done. 
he's he's hired outside accountants to come in and audit the Vatican Bank. What? Outsiders in the Vatican Bank? Oh my God! I'm, I'm serious. I they're, feel like this is going to change the the um, the perception of abundance for the entire planet. Well, and I it's think like it's that shift is part of that big shift that we're all going to see that like it's it's not. It's not the ninety nine and one anymore. Like it, it can be equal. And if if the big powers are saying it, and and not even, not even as big as the United States, because remember what's on their money. It says in God we trust. So apparently this Pope guy is one who represents God. God is saying we're going to switch it all up now. And it, I think that's really right. cool. I think it's very cool. He doesn't wear odd vestments. He just wears the same white cassock he's been wearing for twenty years. He he lives in a tiny little two-room space. This retired Pope dude, they kicked out all the yeah. nuns from a, a section of the Vatican so they could remodel it for him to live in. It's like ten times as big as where the actual Pope is living. <laughs> and and uh, it, 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 as long as he keeps doing that and doesn't, you know, go fall off into the trappings, which he certainly didn't while he was... Archbishop of Argentina, and that's a pretty powerful position, really, frankly. Latin American country, the head of the Catholic Church yeah. in the country. And, he and just, I kind of got a question this mentality mentality of people who are saying, oh, he's just doing this for showing, he's just doing this for that, he's just doing... You know what? Bullshit. The, ca- the Catholic Church has power all over the world. They have a great deal of power. Do not underestimate the Catholic Church's power and control. They have schools, hospitals, and orphanages in almost every third world country in the world. And the Vatican controls those places. That means they have control of the education system and the healthcare system. That's two major trunks of, of countries all over the planet. So do not underestimate their power. If this guy wanted to do anything he wanted, he probably couldn't get away with it. And, and the people have been letting them get away with it for, for this long. I think this is a legitimate desire for change. And people are just simply not allowing him the time that he needs to do it. He can't just up and sell the Vatican under their feet. Somebody's going to pop a cap in his butt. You know, it's just not, it's not feasible. Allow him to make these small changes and to set an example for those government leaders around the world that are watching him. And they are watching him. They're all watching him, and they're looking to him for guidance. They've always looked to the church for guidance. So here he's setting he's setting a real example. He's standing on the truth of his message. He's not just saying that the church should be humble. He is representing the humble lifestyle that he expects from the church. Yeah, and, and he didn't ask anybody. He didn't say anything. He didn't request permission. Of course, he's the pope. But even right after they voted him in, there's the Pope's limo waiting to take him back over across the square to where they're going to eat. He got on the bus with the rest of the cardinals, the last bus he got on. And so from day one, it, 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 that's what I'm watching is his – what is he doing? And and then it, he keeps doing these little things here and there. And frankly, this – you know, hey, Christ died on the cross for everybody. I've always believed that, but for the Pope to get up and stay, say that, because the last one we had, the little placeholder guy that's retired in the Vatican now, he kind of almost said the opposite thing. 
you know, that Kinda? all the atheists and all of them, they're all going to hell. And, you know, so this guy has pretty much comes bang out of the gate with, all right, there's a new sheriff in town. Things are different. <laughs> and he's letting that soak in a little bit. But he keeps every week, he throws a new scoop of soap in there. He's going to get it cleaned out. But, you know, it's going to take a lot of soap. It's been a long time. <laughs> so anyway, this is actually a perfect, to me, a perfect way to jump right into having Ms. Lee because we're not... There is a new sheriff in town. We've never been afraid of any topic. <laughs> we've never limited our guests by their topic. But, you know, stranger connection. Uh, some of them may be strange connections because we, we still don't put anything off limits and... We've got this one over here that's like, you know, I was waiting for somebody else to say it so then I could kick it up a notch. Like, oh, yeah, see, that's, that's the girl on the street. Look out, y'all. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, the girl on the street, that's uh, that's the idea. It's where the strangers are, the strange ones, the strange connections are made, from my experience anyways. Oh, and and really odd discoveries of, Wisdom in strange places. Oh yeah. Oh bus, man. Bus bus driver that's the Zen master, and the you know, and the homeless folks. They have a lot to say, really. People don't think they do, but they do. I they really find, do. I've had that experience. I find that if you can listen to anybody, that they will have something to say. You just got to listen. And even if you don't like the words that are coming out of their mouth, they still have something to say. And it can blow you away if you just if you just listen, if you just see, like, past your own bullshit, basically, in my perspective. Get out of your filters. Get out of the way that your, your conditions have taught you to perceive the words coming out of their mouth. And then look at it from the higher perspective, from the source perspective, from the the outside perspective, the, the outside of the human perspective, see it as a game, as a, as, as a drama, as a back and forth, and then take the information that's coming from them and use that as the wisdom. And so that, I guess, is where my inspiration comes from with Stranger Connections is just that when I started becoming more open to what people want to say and not say, well, I don't want to hear that because I don't like it, just that the the enlightening moments that kept coming over and over again were blowing my mind and I thought does this happen to anybody else or is this just me and that was part of the inspiration behind wanting to film it wanting to go around and just talk to people um because that that's the human experience that's another thing where it comes from is is for me being human um is to connect, is to experience. And it's uh, it's an interesting experience, not one that I fully understand. So I really want to show that, show, show what it's like for me to be human. And I don't know if it's like that for anybody else, but if I can connect with other people and um, share that and expand that, just the, the vibrations from that ripple across the entire planet, and uh, we all become more human and, and grounded in um, in this experience and in the drama of it. And and not and be less in it, but watch it and have fun with it as a game. How's that for an intro? 
That's who the hell she is and what the hell she does. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's who the hell she is and what the hell she does. Um, or what but, she's gonna do. But well, that, that's awesome topic. because well, we're it's... on the topic though. I want to get into. I want to get into because I mean we're, we talked about stranger connections, but I want to get into. Let's just jump right into it and get dirty with um, the human oh, yeah. experience because I know you well enough to know that this is gonna be a freaking fascinating progression to watch and although it's not going to be part of quote unquote everyday connections because for everyday connections you're going to be doing stranger connections it is going to be attached to and what's really cool about it is that I know you well enough to know that you're going to be so blunt so honest so truthful I mean if you're having a bad day you're not going to freaking hide it you're just going to come out there and put it on the video and say this is what's pissing me off today this is what I can't figure out help me figure this out because I don't get it I can't disconnect from it today. And that's what I want to hear you talk about right now. I want to talk about I want to hear you talk about how you evolved into this person who just said screw it. I'm just going to be who I am and maybe that who I am will inspire other people to be who they are. Like how did you get there? Cuz you're awfully freaking young, my child. To be in that kind of mindset already, really. You really are young to be there already. So let's talk about that. How'd you get there? Who are you asking? Are you asking Shauna, the human in this body? Are you asking the, the higher self who put me in this body? And that that is where, like, all my human feels questions like answer. come from. Who feels Whatever like answering? Yeah, right well, now. how did I... <laughs> oh. I mean, you know, by how did, how did I get I... here? Well, ultimately, I decided I was going to come here. I was going to play this game. And that's beyond, you know, we could talk about how we got here for hours. But how I got to this place, I guess, in this lifetime, <clears throat> I um, I guess it's got to be like me following my heart. And in times, like not even knowing that that's what I'm doing. But whenever something didn't feel good, I always did something about it. And uh, that that kind of just led me to every single decision that I had made without without a higher awareness. And then looking back after it all happens, it's like, oh, yeah, that was supposed to happen that way. That was supposed to happen that way. Thank goodness that that happened because then I wouldn't be here now. And then and you look back at, at or I look back at all the things that seemed like tragedies in the moment. But without them, I wouldn't be here in the now that I'm so grateful for. And uh, in high school, I don't know, it seems to be like a trending thing with uh, the 80s and 90s kids, I guess. Uh, we just go through the suicide bout. And so I did that. And I, I, to me, it's just like we just go through being a teenager in society and it effing sucks. But I came to, <laughs> the, point of, <laughs> I came to the point of like thinking why I don't, I don't want to live anymore because like, this sucks. I don't, I don't get it. I don't want to be here, but I also knew better that that wasn't my truth. So it became a process after like age 16 of, of why I'm here to be happy, right? Why are we here on earth? We're here to be happy. If we're not happy, there's no point of being here. So how do you be happy? And that's been the process. I do what feels happiest to me every single moment. And even if my human experience feels painful. I've now developed this higher perspective. I, I always say higher and I don't like it because it seems, you know, like a pyramid. But 
an above perspective, like a looking down on an observational perspective. Um, and so when I'm feeling really crappy in the moment, that observational perspective kicks in and says, yeah, but you're here because you were going for that thing that made you happy. So in my nine months of yoga teacher training, when I've broken out in a full body rash, I'm oozing from every pore out of my body because I'm doing this like higher cleanse, that freaking sucked. But <laughs> from the higher perspective, it's a part of the training and that like I wouldn't be here now if it wasn't that. So it's hard to answer what, how did I get here? It's just a series of events and uh, an evolving perspective and continuing on uh, the intention for expansion and uh, happy feelings, joyous feelings, exciting feelings, sharing that. Well, I think that's a pretty bloody good answer because I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, these people who have this uh, interesting disillusion that one miraculous answer is going to come along and then they're going to be poof, enlightened oh, and they're going to know that. all. Um, it's it's kind of crazy to, to kind of wrap your head around that whole concept of, of the answers out there. I just have to find it and then life's going to be grand and joyful and blissful. Um when the answer is just simplistic uh, as simplistic as I'm just going to experience and expand and grow and be and have fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that you, you mentioned that, that enlightened thing because uh, blessed myself, I guess I was going to say blessed God, but I guess I made it happen uh, for going to the school I went to and the place that I went to with all the people that I went there with, I had um, a world religions class where there was, I believe, 18 students and nine different religions. And my teacher was uh, a Jew converted Buddhist married to an atheist. Amazing. Most amazing class ever. The first meditation experience I'd ever had was sitting in the class with all these 18 students uh, just being quiet. And we felt everything together. And it was a group experience. We're all there. Um, so I got sort of introduced to this concept of enlightenment and had started looking at my experiences from like the Buddhist perspective. And after a little while of that, I was, had more experiences and I'm like, this feels like enlightenment. Like this place that I'm in feels like enlightenment. How do you know if you're there or not? And it kind of like became an exploration, I guess, looking back on it now of what is enlightenment? If it's this place that is so blissful that like there aren't even words to describe it, how do you know you're ever there? So I guess I equated happiness to enlightenment and it's just this, these constant experiences of enlightenment and having been through a yoga teacher training and talked to lots of different people. I hate saying like read up because I didn't necessarily read. I explored. Um, this enlightenment thing sounds like a lot of the feelings that I've had. And from from my exploration, in order to maintain that feeling consistently, you have to detach from some of the human experiences. And that includes anger. That includes fear. That includes um, deep, dark passion. That includes, like, murder and and rape and and deception and and the darkness in order to maintain this feeling of blissful enlightenment. And you kind of have to like sit in a cave forever. And that's the perception I'm getting of it. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel that that is true for me. That enlightenment is seeing it 
all is fun and experiencing these dark emotions, but letting them go and experiencing the high emotions and then letting them go because it's all just one crazy ride. Um, so the enlightened perspective, I think that's really all that exists in this new paradigm, this new dimension that we're coming to. Thanks to the ones who for thousands of years have been sitting on mountains talking with the other beings and, and sharing their information with us. Like we're speeding stuff up now. We don't need to sit like that anymore. We're just going in and out of the human experience and it's all just one huge, fun, big game. And that is, I guess, where the human experience documentation comes from is that this is enlightenment, lighten up, right? Yeah, she doesn't fit in at all, Rex. Shawnee, you're fired. Go home. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the move from monk in the monastery to monk in the marketplace. It, 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 it's it's all well and good to sit on a mountaintop and be peaceful. Yeah, you think. But, you know, even on the ca- in the cave on the mountaintop, you know, occasionally scorpions come by, so you can't just always be, exactly. you know, at peace. And it's a big chunk of it, and I think a, a big chunk of, I would say, how you got to here is question everything. Absolutely. I mean everything. Why? Every assumption, every... Why? What's that going to do for me? It's going to let you find out who you are. Why do we got to know that? I just wanted to get a good answer. Catch it. Oh, and I wow. only got I only got one good answer in. I thought maybe I could get two or three before we had to give it up, but I'm sorry I had to laugh. It was too funny. Um it is. It, it is. is. It's all about asking questions. Why? 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 How? You know what? Well, so like you you're bang on with it. You you are because I that's my brain. Like why? 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 And at, at a certain point in the day I can't keep asking and at a certain point in my life. I can't keep asking the same questions and it's come to just like settling in, in the not knowing and the beauty of it. And, and in, in like, it's like, I see life as if you're standing in an elevator with uh, the mirrors all over the place and you look into it and it keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. That's how I see life. No matter where you get to in the end of your answer, more questions, more questions. And I, I I get like such, I get so passionate. I'm passionate right now. My hands are flying all over the place about having these conversations with people who, who not necessarily like, who don't think they know the answers, but who are on the same quest to find this, the deepest answer. And, and we all get to this place where you can't question anymore. And when I say why to that end point, like it just expands. And, and I love it when people say why to my end point, because then I expand and then I have more to question. And it's, it's exactly what you're saying, right, so that you know yourself. And what's the point of that? Well, well because we're humans. What, it's the experience, right? We're here to know ourselves. We're here to know ourselves through our environment and through our connections, through our people, through what we see, through what we feel. And, and, and in that experience, God said we're all blessed enough to never – to never stop expanding 
You know mm. what I mean? To never get to the point where we're, we stop being curious, to never get to the point where it's not magical anymore, where it's not totally amazing, where it's not, wow, that just happened? Really? Um, is that even possible? I mean, that, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. think it's possible because when we I get bored, we're going to be like, what else is new? Bring it. They're, and if we're bored yeah, of all yeah, of that, exactly. we're done with the human experience on to the next. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm you know, so not going to get No, but there's there's pieces of it we're real tired of, and they're that's going true. away. That's they're true. going away. They really are. People and that's don't part believe of the fun. It, but they're going. They're just like dying. Making them go, watching them go. Yeah. Yeah, and experiencing the pain even because so much of us, so many of us, are comfortable in in our shit storms. It, we're like we're literally like pigs and shit, and and it's nice and it's warm and it's gooey and it's comforting when you're in it without like smelling or breathing or tasting or seeing or anything. But once you turn on your senses, you realize like you're in a pile of shit, and it kind of sucks. And uh, I think that's where where we're coming now is like we keep opening our eyes to realize that it seems kind of nice, but it's really not. The sun, the light, that's warm, that's nice. Let's swim in that. It's clearer. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt you, and I didn't want to take away from the visual of that because. Thank you. Thank you. It might well, not be an overly pretty picture, but it's a pretty honest freaking representation of what's going on right now. Absolutely, it is. People take a second to stomach it long enough to visualize it in their heads, then they might actually understand. You know. I'm going to do a video on that. Of, ah, ah. That people are experiencing. Because there's a whole lot of ah and ick and ugh going on right now around the planet where people are just kind of like, what? How? <laughs> well, and, and just like when your dog leaves you a present on the floor in your apartment, mm-hmm. if you don't do something about it, pretty soon your nose, you quit smelling it, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, some... Some of us have sat in our little shit storm for long enough that we don't really smell it. We don't really, you know, like it, but eh, it's not that bad. Could be worse, you know. You get used to it. And and Elohim calls it familiar suffering. It has been the habit of mankind forever and a day to choose familiar suffering over the unknown. Mm-hmm. What's that about? And that's that thing you that you're saying, there. you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't get this. Help me. I don't get this. Do yeah. you get this? Explain this to me. Yeah. And because I remember having that as a kid. And, you know, I think that uh, the younger that we talk to them, the less they have forgotten that over time, that being a kid and going, what? So I remember being a kid and they would tell me the way things were. And I would be like, what? That just doesn't even make sense. But what do you do? You're five, you know, you're four, you're little. Well, Big that's a part, of, part of my answer, too, about how I got here. I've been a nanny for the last five years. I've raised two kids, basically. I, I started when when my girl was four and a half and my boy was six. And I've been there for five years. Do the math. I raised two kids. And that that is life-changing. And not even just just my two amazing kids, but their friends. 
um, spending time in the park. Uh, I, I, I have this, this one visual that I'm never going to forget for the rest of my life, just all these these little tiny munchkins surrounding me. I, I think I was, I was on the phone for a little bit even, and they just started throwing grass on me. And then I got off the phone, and I've got grass on me. <laughs> and I lay down, and they're like, we want to throw grass on you. So they're just, I'm covered in grass by the end of it. And my experience of it, I'm lying in, in grass, which is just, like, beautiful to me. I love that smell, that feeling. And looking up at the clouds, I've got little tiny fairies sprinkling grass all over me and giggling. And that is, like, that, that's bliss for me. I don't need, I don't need to go find a guy and, and be in bed and join that kind of, like, blissful union. Like, that in the grass with those kids, that's yoga for me. And, and yoga, yoga means union. So it's just, it's, they know it all. They know it. They know it. That's, it's just, it's a blessing. I, I'm looking forward to sharing a lot of those stories too. I think on, um, on my human experience channel, the, the information that they have, yeah. <laughs> like my, uh, the Jack, when he was, uh, he must've been about seven or eight. He comes and sits down to me beside, uh, beside me at the picnic bench after school and he goes Shauna I found a book in the library on time and space and I said okay and he said I want to get it um, because I want to figure out how to control time because if I can do that then I can do anything and not only did that like that question in itself blow my mind for one but the fact that this kid is asking it, I can take it one step further. So I said, Jack, time doesn't exist. And he just stared and at me. And that's how you control it. And I, that's exactly what I said. I said, you need to shift your perspective here and, and see it as a thing that, that was just formed as a unit of measurement by people who knew no better. There is no spoon. Yeah. He, that moment I know changed his life. Lucy, four years old, four and a half years old, comes and sits beside me on the picnic bench, swinging, swinging on the swings, and jumps off and sits beside me and says, so, Shauna, let's talk about God. And I had been working for them for not even a month, and I, like, shit myself. Um, and I basically explained to her, like, you know, <laughs> we all, a whole bunch of different people around the world came up with this idea of, of why we should be good and how to do it. And they wrote a bunch of books about it. And they all kind of say the same thing when you read into it, but it's just like written in different languages. And really, you don't need any of those books if you just know what, what feels good inside of you and you, you go by that guidance all the time. And she's like, cool. And then went back on the swings. And that's life. That's wow. the beauty of it. And thank God, oh God, I went back to her mom and I said, I said, Lucy asked me what what God is. What do I do? <laughs> she goes, shit, I'm atheist. You can tell them whatever you want. If you want to give them a religious, religious education, go ahead. And I thought, well, what an awesome person to have that responsibility fall on. But me, having been in this religious education class so deeply um, and grown up Catholic, and with 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 my universal perspective, um, I felt blessed to be the one to guide these kids. And for the last five years, I've been doing that, and they're 
They're well, freaking amazing. What a gift, though, to, too, to find a mom that's just like, yeah, whatever. <gasps> what just a blessing. Tell them whatever. She Don't trusted me. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that I had to grow to understand because it made me anxious. And I would criticize her as a mom sometimes and be like, how are you giving someone you barely even know this responsibilities? But now five years down the line, I learned from her about trusting your gut. And that's what she did with me. And I look at these kids and I'm like, I did a good job. And then I look back even further and I'm like, she did a good job. She did a good job picking me to take care of these kids. Because her life, her life is so demanding. She's 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 got quite quite the business to run, and it's a beautiful thing how she makes it all happen. Yeah, that's how I got here too. Yeah, that's how I got here too. <laughs> always goes always goes back to the time human day. How does that happen? I I <laughs> give some examples often on air. I'm like, yeah, look at a two year old. And then I they are because, like you said, they know, and it's only when when they don't know, they ask. That's the thing, about stuff that really doesn't matter that they decide that they don't know because otherwise, when they get here, they just know Mm -hmm. they got no problem with it. It's, it's there's there was a picture that goes around every month or so. about this little kid, and and there's glass in between, but it, you can hardly see the glass. And this big tiger comes up and puts his paw right on the kid's hand and bows its head. Yeah, 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 I've seen that. And every time I see that, I'm like, you see, that child remembers who they that's are. True. And that tiger can see it. Mm-hmm. Because that's who we all are. Is not the ruler of the tiger because we have the intelligence to be able to create a tiger trap. and uh, mm-hmm. We're the ruler of the tiger when we be who we be. The tiger will just say, oh, hi. It it, it even, it even and, takes the ruler aspect out of it and just puts in mutual respect. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and so that whole concept of ruler, you know, needs to change. We could mm-hmm. probably just let that be the thing that we have in notebooks to draw straight lines with. And <laughs> because it, it It doesn't need to be here. The, I, it, rulers, you're you're absolutely right. That's what, that we have dominion or and, and see they've put a lot of weirdness in that too. But so last just, page. Well, it's just the natural order of things. It's the way that it's seen. When you're there, it, fully in your heart and fully in your compassion, yeah. the, the universe is in love with you because you're in love with the universe. And and and, and so the order just falls, you know? You, you, you want to protect everything. You want to... All the parents in the room, raise your hand if your child has never tried to bring home some wounded animal or some. <laughs> no hands. Okay. It's just what we do. It's who we be, I think. And um, uh, I actually have a child who's never brought home a, a wounded animal. However, as a teenager, she goes out and actively seeks out wounded human beings. Ah, well, see. There you go. She went right to the top of the food chain. <laughs> oh, yeah, she went right to the top of the food chain. and just I, I'll be over here. <laughs> if we can fix human. the people, the animals will be fine. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, well, let's take uh, a, a quick break. We're a little past halfway. Uh, or if we go into overtime, which we're liable to do, we're almost halfway. And, no, uh, we can't go into overtime tonight because we have to go pick her up tomorrow and bring her oh, out yeah, down you, here. Oh, yeah, because you want to it's like tomorrow. It's like right here. It's on us. So I'm thinking. My daughter's coming home. At first I was thinking Jordan, but then I was thinking Ina V. Then I was thinking Jordan. Then I was thinking Ina V again. So Jordan. Jordan. It is then. Uh, I was kind of thinking it was, you know, when we run. Because listening to your daughter's sister good. here. It's apparent to see that the days when we run are over. Uh, so this is our dear friend Jordan Okren with his song, When We Run. We'll be right back, folks. Stay with us.
All right. Again, that was our buddy What's Jordan Oakland. Huh? What's a Borkin? A Gorgon? Borkin. Borkin. Oh, Borkin. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Let's I didn't think that was a funny enough. Faster. I didn't think it was a funny enough line for you to giggle about, and so now I see what you're giggling about. Borkin being girl. <clears throat> what? Well, it's a chat, chat room discussion that was going on uh, <laughs> during the song uh, about you know, well, to, I brought home broken radios, I brought home broken books. Borkin. Yeah. Gotcha. So, little Phoenix said, my brother was the broken tech guy and me the broken being girl. With mm-hmm. the uh, two of us in the house, there was always something or somebody getting fixed or healed. And uh, I said, yeah, that's my sis, Borkin being girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when chat room guests <laughs> misspell something, everybody just reads it and knows what they meant and just carries on. But when I do it, <laughs> forget it. It's like thing. they were, well, it, you know, Captain Hawkeye was was giving me the, you know, you, you just totally got owned there, dude, when you were doing the question everything. And I was like, yeah, it won't be the last time. <clears throat> <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> so, you know, you just got to get used to it, you know. And uh, But it's all right because there's a Borkin being girl in the room, and she'll straighten me out if I do get Borkin <clears throat> or Borked. Your role is changing here, Father Rick. <laughs> When when young ones are brought into the clan, the older ones just get older. That's right. Well, and why and we like we like it when the young ones come in because pretty soon they look at us and they go, "Dude, you're old. Let me do that for you." And so pretty soon we can sit in the corner and just look look wise. It's you know, and that's a part of the plan, and that's and, your wisdom and, that you're sharing with the young one too early. So, and I think we are pretty wise because we're sitting in the corner not having to do nothing. We're just watching everybody else do it, going, "Hey, this is yeah. cool." Trying to get my gray hair back. What? Is that why I'm trying to get my gray hair back? Yeah. When the young ones coming in. Yes, I can have my gray hair now. You can I be can old the now. Gray-haired old lady. You're not the young one. Anymore. Well, I can't I'm have gonna... more than you, and I yes. already do. Well, that's why I say, in my case, it has to be daughter sister because you can't be my niece. Because frankly, my nieces are older than you, <clears throat> and uh, or at least I would guess it. I don't Ooh. really know, but, you know. I've wondered about that. Am I going to share my age? Probably, yeah. It'll come out. If I remember how old I'm 26. Um, yeah. So, you know, my stepdaughter that I just called daughter because it feels that way to me yeah. um, is 24. And breaking ground on a new house and, and you know, a registered nurse and wow. So, wow. Yeah, that starts wow. to make you feel old when they're like, "What you and your?" There's pictures on Facebook of you and your fiance breaking ground on your new, what? What? <clears throat> Where's my retirement home? I need a cane. But <laughs> so are you all gray, Rick? No, no, no. Um, my hair, I the hair on my face is just about, um, and. Uh, that's why my goddaughter, Amy, is always like, you need to shave. It makes you look 10 years younger. And I'm like, yeah, but with, with the beard, young guys are offering to help me with luggage and stuff. It's cool. Yeah, man, grow it out. <laughs> and, uh, but the hair on my head looks just like my grandfather's did when he passed away at 79. Uh, my father, on the other hand, was pure silver gray at like 35. So wow. it skipped a generation, I guess, because 
My mom was all gray by the time she was 30. So, you know, I've been waiting patiently, um, patiently. I every, I check my roots every time it grows in a little bit, waiting, waiting. Is there enough gray there for me to get away with going all gray? And uh, this time I was looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, we're like 80% gray now. Screw it, it's time. And quite mm-hmm. frankly, I'm kind of sick of dyeing my hair. Oh, I agree. I would never um, do it. So... I am I am so in love with my see when you're under thirty they're silver I'm so in love with my silver hairs um, I have yeah. like a spot on the top of my head and it's like a fountain of of wisdom <laughs> that grows from the top of my I head really, I really do I love the look of silver hair mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. and um, and I just have never you know I mean it was kind of like peppery silvery something something and so now I'm just I've got enough that I can I'm gonna strip all the color out of it and go back to gray great and then you'll have your your lifelong hairdresser living with you to resume free haircuts <laughs> for life I can't believe you got or me into that. I can't believe like uh, that I, that debt is actually going to be paid here's a story for the folks who don't know this when I was 18 <laughs> a lovely mother over here decided to uh, pass along her her very classic and 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 very important and and heartfelt um, cameras from her journalism days, and because she knew I was uh, getting into my photography, so that was beautiful. I was I really that mattered a lot, and she said in exchange for free haircuts for life, because <laughs> at that point I was uh, into like hair and makeup and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Little did I know, ten years down the road, <laughs> to be living together. <laughs> ten years later, after we lost and found each other, um, and we're, 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 we're quite literally, we were quite literally separated for almost seven years. I think it was, or something crazy like that. At least, no, can't can't be that long. Was it that long? No. Okay, well, I left for Bark Lake when four I years was twenty. Three years. I don't know. We got in contact again when I was probably about 23, once or twice, and then we separated for another year or so. And then Ricardo yeah. from the Netherworld connected us through the Netherworld of Facebook uh, two years ago. Right. After his passing, which is awesome. Um, yeah. Not awesome that he passed, but awesome that oh, he no, was still so, connected. You know what? No, forget that. Totally awesome that he passed. I am, I, okay. I am, Yeah. Because I still commune with him very often, and I remember when he died, and I I was not even, like, in his physical presence, but I remember it happened, and then I found out the next day that he had actually died, and I, there was no, there was no loss. I was in so much joy because he was everywhere, and there's a lot of stories about, like, how he died and what happened to him, and and because I'm still so close with him and have been, you know, from the time that we met, he had always said to me, this is where I want to be. This is, I'm good here. And uh, that that connection for me, that changed my perspective on death 100%, I guess, if we're going to get into that. But, uh, yeah, it's not it's not tragic that he died. And uh, that's kind of, there's my bluntness, my boldness. He, uh, we love it. He loves it. He's He's playing with everybody. He just wants to be with everybody all the time. And for those who are there to listen to him, he's there all the time with everyone. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. 
Ricardo. That is very cool. That is very cool, Ricardo, who connected us um, from the other side. Um, and then, so after we get connected, random weirdness ensues. Um, I yeah. end up moving to Quebec. Um, you stay in Toronto. And two years later, here you are moving in to my dream house that was house. gifted <laughs> to me, our dream house that was gifted to us. Um, and, and as part of your weekend to come and actually check out the house and see if it was, if it felt as right as you thought it felt, but to actually come here and feel the energy of the space, one of the first things you did on getting here was to pass off those cameras back to Mm -hmm. my daughter who is now in photography. So something like 10 years after... Something like 10 years after my parents' death, um, the cameras that my parents bought me 20-some years ago to send me off to college where I got pregnant and had my daughter get returned to my daughter by my return-to-me sister-daughter the couple weekends before she moves back into the house. It's it's a totally crazy story. Wait, 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 wait. wait. i got to bring it Uh, around again. Because before we separated when I was 18, I gave you my journal, my first journal book that I had ever written. And you took that all around the world with you. So upon arriving in the house, not only (laughs) did I I pass these cameras along to your daughter, which I carried all around with me, you passed my book back to me, which you carried all around with you. Right. Right. How freaking awesome is that? Totally unplanned. I we had no idea where this was gonna go, but this is um you know, one of those crazy stories that I often I often use to remind people who um I, I've been blessed to have to have some truly remarkable friendships in my life and, and probably the one that's taught me the most about unconditional love. It's probably the twenty two year now running friendship with my best friend Tammy. Um What's beautiful about that is that I don't have to call her every day for her to know that I love her. Uh, I can call her, you know, in two months, and she'll have not heard from me. But it'll be like talking to her yesterday. And when I when when I talk to my daughter about relationships and when I talk on the show about relationships and friendships, I like to remind people, and this is a prime example of that, is that the, the people that are meant to be in your life, your your soul family, the ones that truly love you unconditionally can go to some really crazy places. But trust me when I tell you, they're always coming home. Always. You're always going to get reconnected. It's just the way it is. Don't try and hold on people. Let them go and explore and experience. And um, and beautiful things happen when you do that. Because I don't know about you, Shauna, but I had no idea that this was coming no, and, back in and the day. And you know what? Like that, just you saying that just expanded my perspective on that on that topic of like letting people go and letting them do what they want to do because they're going to go to crazy places. Now, when you said that, it reminds me of the crazy places that sometimes people will go emotionally or or dramatically in the stories that they're playing out. And you may separate from them in times and... uh it's even in those cases when it's not so much a physical separation, but an energetic and an emotional separation. 
if you truly love each other unconditionally, you won't hold them where they are. You will understand that people come and they go and they go through phases and emotional and uh, phases even in, in that, um, not even just life phases, but, but angry phases, uh, happy phases, you know, manic phases. And uh, they'll always come back. And if you're always there, they'll always come back for you. And if you ever go, and, and, they will always be there for you to come back. And that's another test of unconditional absolutely. love, you know. Absolutely. And leave that door open. And I'm not saying that if you've got, um, and this is where that, that boundaries um, situation comes in. Like, I'm not saying if you've got somebody who really jacks with your emotions and, and continually does it, that it's okay to allow them to do that. Um, but but at the same time, there are people who will go right wonky, and you won't even know what the hell happened to that person. Like, why did they just fly off? The, I have no idea why you just went so far afield of, of who I thought you were. And then you might not see them for five years, and the person you meet in five years is a totally different person, or mm-hmm. you're a totally different person, and all of a sudden you click, and it's beautiful, and it's blissful, and it works. So, you know, never close the door. Don't yep. close the door. Hold on to your boundaries and maintain your boundaries and don't allow people to stomp all over you. Absolutely, I agree. But don't ever shut the door. My dad always told me growing up, especially when I was a teenager and I was a horrid teenager to deal with. I mean, my parents went through hell with me. I did some stuff. Read truth if you want to know. I was no angel. Um to the point where my dad laughed his ass off the day I told him I was having a girl because he said payback's a bitch, isn't it? Isn't it, baby? Um, but he always said, no matter what I did, the door swings both ways. You go out, you can always come back. Doesn't matter. You can always come back. So you know, keep that in mind. Let people go and be and do and explore, and but let them come back because you never know. I mean, they they can come back and tell you some crazy stories. This is where I've been for 10 years. You won't believe who I ran into over there. Um, and you'll never have the opportunity to hear those stories or to be inspired or to reconnect and to feel that unconditional love if you close the door. Absolutely. And I think that goes for, like, all all people. Uh, someone once told me to see all humans as friends. Because he asked me, do I have any friends? And it's such a hard answer for me because I come and go in my 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 physical places and my emotional places all the time that I always have so many amazing people around. And just over the right. years, there's been ones that have stuck to me. But when he says, do you have any friends? I'm like, it's kind of hard to answer. And then he said, see, all humans as friends. And that really resonated because that, I guess, is how I'd been seeing it is that you don't have to be in my life forever. We don't have to have a quote unquote happy story tale, fairy tale, but you're you're another being and I see me in you and I see you in me and that that equality allows for any connections anywhere. And even I think I think we all need to see everybody anew every day. And when you, whether you've had a history and Absolutely. you've been hurt or you just met and you, have, you may have assumptions about a person or you, you're coming in totally free and open just to see every person every day as new, you allow yourself to be seen as new. It's a, it's a forgiveness that is 
just permeated in, in all places, it it reflects back into yourself that you can forgive yourself and you're new. Even if you, you did something to someone that you felt wasn't good, um, if you can let go of that for yourself, let go of it in other people, it just reflects back and forth. And, um, yeah, that unconditional love is, is limitless. And it has to start with self first, and that's key yeah. to it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, isn't isn't the greatest poison of all time self loathing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we. I don't think there's a human being on the planet who can look back on their their life unless they're completely delusional and and have no idea of of the truth of who they are. Can look back on their life and say, "I've never done a thing to hurt another person," um, but. I pray that each and every single one of them can find it within themselves to forgive anything that they may have done in their past. Because your past does not dictate for you your future. It doesn't even dictate for you your now. Your now actually creates your past. So if you really want to shift that that idea of I've done these things that are, we'll use the word for lack of, better words so the people who understand what I'm talking about that are wrong quote unquote um, then you know change who you are now because that will change the way people look at you I, I still to this day I'm absolutely inspired uplifted renewed every time I talk to somebody about the things that I've been through in my past because the people that I talk to now about my past experiences view my past experiences through me that they know in the present. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, they view them with love and understanding and compassion. They do not view them or judge them. But that's all based on how you view them and you judge them. And it took forever to get there. And I just, you know... I pray that people can find that because it's so vitally important for people. If if you want to go out and be this beautiful light in the world, then you have to start with yourself. You have to start by looking within and say, I'm perfect as I am, even with all the things I may or may not have done or think I've done that Is have it- hurt others or aren't right. You have to just let it go. It, yeah, Perfectly imperfect. Thank you, Rick. One of my favorite scenes. I'm perfectly imperfect, and I I love myself for it. It's a it's a self love perspective that changes everything. I agree, and and that I think for for me where it's it came from because I ha- I'm such an empathic kind of person, and I feel you know that effect of my actions on other people. Um, very, very personally, uh, it's as if I'm doing it to myself, and that uh, that creates such a uh, a feeling of guilt within when when I will experience pain within another, especially if I've been a part of that story. Um, so what worked for me was taking responsibility for myself, and it takes self love to like tough self love. Um, so not even like. I love myself. I'm a wonderful person. I'm amazing. I bring beautiful things to this world. I love. I love my body. I love the things that I do. I love who I am. But it. It's also about I. I take responsibility for myself and every decision that I make and have had made. And if I take full responsibility for myself, and that's the expectation I hold myself at, then I think 
that others should do the same. And others have the power to do the same, and others are doing the same, whether they know it or not. And so in that awareness, my perception shifted of quote-unquote wrong and doing things to hurt others. Because if we're all in this game based on our own intentions, we chose these experiences. We chose them together. And I didn't do anything to you that you didn't allow to happen to you. And even my painful experiences, you didn't do anything to me that I didn't allow to happen to me. So, so that lets me be like, oh, wow, now I'm feeling this really painful thing that happened because of this interaction with someone. But I know it has nothing to do with them. You know, it's me. So let me feel this. Let me feel this pain, this discomfort, this suffering. Let me go within and change it within. And, and in that, I take responsibility for myself. And I don't take responsibility for anyone else. And that's kind of tough sometimes to say to people when they're like, oh, but you did this and it hurt me. Mm, I kind of didn't. I take responsibility for engaging in this interaction with you and everything I said. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did all of that. But your reaction to it, no. And, and even if it's vice versa, if I jump on someone else and I say, well, you did this to me. Well, they have every right and I hope they do, throw back at me, well, no, you chose to feel like this. So how, why? And, and to support in that would be beautiful, you know. But self-love is such, a, is such a, a deep and wide concept, and it can be really tough to get into the, into the serious parts of it. Like if you've got a, 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 an illness, to take responsibility for the fact that you caused this illness, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. There's nothing shit. harder than I mean. I, it, and, and then yeah. once you do, to not entire, blame yourself. Over yep. Yep. To I wrote not an entire up about book it. actually about that. Um, and one of the hardest, absolute hardest things to do is to be in a place of complete fear and loathing and at war with your own body, mm-hmm. and to accept. That you did that yourself, yep. you caused it. Yeah. Um, but I tell you that once you get there, Everything once you can it. finally go, I did this. Then you have the power to undo it. Mm-hmm. Then you have the power to heal yourself. You have the power to get back up on your feet. You have the power to get your life back. You have yep. the ha- power to be pain free. You have the power to be just free. And and that that's where that that self love is so vitally important yep. because if you can get to that level where you can accept that everything that is happening to you, it's happening for you because mm-hmm. of you, then you know that you are in total absolute control of what happens next. And that's the key. And so, you know, it, you're right. It is such a vast, I mean, we could we could talk for, and I'm sure we will because we've got Truth Tops coming up. We've got, um, you know, DC on the road. We've got uh, Stranger Connections. We've got our regular shows. We've got Shauna coming in at the beginning of every show to say what's going on now. We've got... Um, We've got human experience. We've got whatever else happens to develop in the next couple of years. 
which is amazing, amazing marriage of energies and minds. We're going to explore this on such a deep level. It's going to be crazy, but um, it's going to be honest. It's what we do all the time anyway. We just is, don't we don't always get to go into the juicy depth that we'd like to because we lose people after 90 minutes. And then we absolutely. say, "Well, we want to have you again," but then it, it it turns out being 2 months later and we've all we're all living in a whole different universe by then, so we don't know what we're going to talk about. But I mean, we're going to explore this. And I think we're going to explore it at great lengths because this is that's where the power is. That's exactly where that that Defining, creating, controlling one's own reality, quite literally lies, is in taking responsibility for your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that sign I love so much. Take responsibility for the energy you bring to this place. Yeah. It, because you do. You know, I, I'm going to move. But and all you can find me a new place where I can, you know, things will be different over there. Well, and and notice that that doesn't work. Well, it's because you take yourself everywhere you go. So quit working on the house and the neighbors and the work on the thing. Work on the person that goes everywhere you go. And and but it's so vital what you said about letting allowing other people to make choices, even when you may not agree with their choice. And you may know that choice is going to cause some suffering, but you got to let them have it because you want them to let you have your choice. So why would they do that if you don't let them have theirs? Exactly. It's it's self-responsibility only. And if you are trying to be responsible for other people, you, you're giving your power away. You have less ability to be responsible for yourself. You can't be aware of the energy you're bringing into room if you are putting your focus on the energy that other people are bringing into your room. It, it, no, it can't be that way because then you lose yourself. And when you lose yourself, you have no reference point. You have to be like, I stand here and I can turn like 360 degrees all the way around and look from here, but you have to know where here is all the time. And that comes from self-awareness and knowing how you feel and taking responsibility for how you feel. Because if you can say to someone, you make me feel this way, well, you just gave all your power away. No one can make you feel anything, and that's all you have left. People can try and make you do things, like if you want to get down to, like, torturous aspects of stuff. Like, yeah, you can physically make someone do something, but you can't ever make anyone feel anyways. Even when they're in the face of death, you can't make someone feel afraid. That's choice, and that's power. It's really the one choice that we all have. It's all we have is choice. Don't have the choice of what they're going to do. Yeah. But I do have a choice of how I feel about it. Yep. And, and how I'm going to react to it. How are you going to react on your feelings? Exactly. Right out of my mouth. And and the part that gets missed sometimes is how you react to it now will change how it is tomorrow. Yeah. But you don't have much. You can't, you know, You can, I can't change what's going on over there right now. Perhaps, you know, I can't make Washington be doing different. I can't make the Boy Scouts. I can't go back 17 years, 20 years, 50 years, make them change something. But I can I can say, yeah, all right. Now you need to take the rest of the restrictions off. But this is a good step. I really like this. Yep. More of this, more of this. And 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 it does indeed change your tomorrow because that's 
your tomorrow is made up out of your reactions today. It's like, oh, you like that? Okay, we'll give you some more of that. Yeah, it's up to you to maintain your vibration. And then everything else comes to you in that that matches. One of those Abraham videos that I made that's like, you know, don't ask the universe what else can go wrong because we got lots more. Oh, yeah. You want this? Yes. You want this? Yes. yes. The only answer is yes. You ask the universe how, how much more can go wrong, we'll show you just how creative you really are because, wow, oh, yeah. let me tell you. And, but, the, but the reverse is always true. Yep. When you're busy asking how good can it get, it just will blow your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here we are yet again, folks. 90 minutes, just poof. What a totally kick-ass 200th episode. Woo! Like, really. Every single topic that we managed to dive into tonight is what we've talked about for 200 shows. And we just managed to beautifully sum it up. Um, it really does. You can See? Any of those points that we've sort of touched on, if you want a whole 90 minutes, it's it's in there. It's one of the 199, because we did. We pretty much summed up the whole the whole show so far. Yeah, and uh, hey, if, if, any, if anyone wants, you know, some of these topics expanded on, comment, because I need... I need stuff to do my videos on. I need stuff to ask people, and I want to know what everyone wants to hear, what people are thinking. That's that's a part of it. The stranger connections. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's time to start giving us feedback, kids. Come Comment, on, feedback. Get your questions in. Comments, questions. Um, drop us a line. Find Shauna on Facebook. Drop her Keep a line. Keep those cards and um, letters coming. Oh. <laughs> And you can you can email starting well you can you can send the emails now and and soon she'll be able to get them within the next day or so <laughs> at shauna at everydayconnection dot me um, and, and on uh, Facebook my name Shauna Lovely Shauna and my Lovely. my YouTube channel is is Cummings YouTube's having its technical mm-hmm. difficulties uh, putting it on live <laughs> but you know. I guess we just have to wait for the eclipse if I want to get all, you know, starry-eyed on it. The eclipse is coming tomorrow, and it just brings together the past and the future and let go of everything old and brings everything new. It's perfect day for the 200th show and, and on to the future. And so I wouldn't be surprised if YouTube was just waiting for the eclipse to happen, and then it's going to give me my channel. But either way, it'll be under my name, Shauna Lovely, L-E-I-G-H. That's it. Absolutely. Um, you'll shortly be able to find her as well at www.everydayconnection.me. We will make sure that we have a brief bio pictures up there on the website at some point and a link to her YouTube channel once YouTube has it all sorted out, which will soon be. So, I mean, keep your eyes peeled. Yes, there's going to be a little bit of period of integration here. Um, She just arrives here on Monday. So, well, Sunday, late Sunday night or early Monday morning, we'll be arriving here at um, at the Phoenix Nest. So uh, keep your eyes peeled because we've got tons of craziness and fun and and deep thought and lightening up ahead of us. And Enlightening um, up since be, 2011. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be one hell of a journey, really. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. It's an auspicious time, this, uh, you know, eclipse and such. With the full moon in Sagittarius, Mercury.
Mercury and Jupiter are doing their end dance where they seem to spin around each other on the horizon uh, for about a week. I just posted about that up on our page yesterday, I think. And, uh, and about no how to see we that. We don't plan that either. It we just don't happened to fall on a things. weekend when my daughter had to be in Toronto for. What does she have to be in Toronto for? Whatever George made up. Oh, crap. Comic-Con. Um, Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. 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 That. Um, and and so she has to be in Toronto, so that was the weekend we were going to pick Shauna up, and, and um, that's that. We didn't plan it. But and the third eclipse I of mean, a of a trio that we had this year, so it's sort of the closing of this eclipse energy thing we've been in for a month. And to, to make it more fun, I believe the weekend that I came up to you was the first eclipse. Yes. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, oh, and then up. one in the middle with all the crazy dramas, and then now it's all freaking over with. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, again, thank, thanks to our executive producer, George, our travel agent, George, our um, scheduling guru, George. A um, technological satellite manifester connection keeper genius george for, for setting all the sally. oh sally yes and, and sally. for for our, our, our secretary sally for right. uh making sure that the lines weren't dropped tonight but but mostly for um to to our executive producer george for for pulling off yet another absolutely amazing production curious george uh, of the jungle good Damn good script writer, sir. Keep it up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tremendous appreciation. And uh, uh Best screenwriter ever. We're gonna do our George. best to keep following where it says go. So, you know. Absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. And yeah. now we have an extra Watch body to remind truth. us how to do that freely and with, with light hearts. Right. And that we'll call us on always no be problem. here to remind you to lighten the F up. <laughs> this is really it's what it's all about, right? <clears throat> More or less. There's just nothing that serious going on down here, folks. I promise, <laughs> I swear. You know? I mean, he was talking about all the you know, the person that hurt you and the come on, you get up Saturday morning, you go out in the yard, you you, you play with all your friends from the block, you pick. Somebody's yep. bad side, somebody's the bad guys. Yep. I remember yep. we used to kinda like playing the bad guy because it was fun. And it is. And it it's hard not to it's hard not to hate on in the moment that bad guy, but let's not ever forget that you only trust the people who you're closest to to see you at your worst and yep. to inspire you to be your worst if you want to get on a deep soul level. If somebody's going to hurt you, it's going to be the person you love the most because that's the person you trust the most. You're going to allow so, yourself um, to feel hurt around someone? Afterwards, we get around on the other side of, of the veil or however else you want to look at it. We all sit around the campfire, the Everyday Connection campfire, and we tell stories. And yeah. we, we all go, dude, you you actually scared me. You were so good at being the bad guy this morning. you know. Yes. And then we laugh about it almost without mm-hmm. end. Because that's the secret. And uh, <laughs> Oh, don't tell anyone. Oh, it's oh, a secret. Sh- Gosh, the secret. Don't laugh. But um, secret. Uh, you know, no fun allowed. As uh, a Texas comic fellow said, it's just a game, folks. It's just a game. We yep. can change it anytime we want. And if we don't, that's okay. Because it's 
just a game. Oh my god, I love it. Bill Hicks. Yep. <sighs> so what are we playing next week, sir? After we She's so um, excited to have Shauna coming and helping out with the uh, calendar, one of the departments that she's gonna help with that Jean announced before the show. <laughs> I'm not opening the calendar. I'm not gonna have anything open. I actually no, you know what? I actually opened it though. Oh wow. Me too. Held up. We have Robert uh, Miller so. coming Tuesday. Wait, right? Right. With um, with Carrie. With Carrie, Robert and Carrie. Uh, and they're coming to talk about energetic healing. Energetic healing and, on Tuesday. Uh, and assortment of other stuff because I mean it's Robert, so we know that um, we're going to start with energetic healing and who the hell knows what direction it's going to go in from there. Numbers, stars. He's up on most of it, so it's going to be fun. And then uh, Wednesday we have uh, Jameson we're and gonna, possibly yeah, friends we're, from. We're going to try again. We're going to try again to get Jameson Schultz and the Serenity Garden crew in. Although, given that um, their schedule is so crazy, we might have to postpone that one again. But well, as of right now, ten the height of the rainy season for, in for Wednesday Costa Rica. Night. So they are so technology rainy season. Eh, not so much sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. um, and and then Kimberly Burnham will be here on Thursday to talk about sustainable agriculture. Oh, what? That's going to be yeah. fun. We'll have to take some notes. So, oh, indeed, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, we just have well, we have at least three shows a week for the whole month of June. It appears so. Uh, we do. A couple of them are we out. They're not verified, but still. Um, um, we have uh, an absolutely amazing interview um, lined up for Shauna's first thing. Not going to tell you. We're just going to throw that video up and um, let you guys see what this girl's capable of. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. We'll let you know as soon as it's posted and up and ready to go. Um, and then. I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't anymore. It's awesome. Did you ever really? <laughs> huh? <laughs> did you ever really know what was going to happen next? No. Sometimes I thought no. I did, but. You were not allowed to think like you knew you mm-hmm. what was going on. I totally thought right. I knew what was mm-hmm. going on, but I, I didn't. Yeah, it's so, okay. But now I do know what's going on. George is having fun. And it makes the surprises so much more fun. That that's all that's really going on is George is having fun, being curious, and you know, swinging in the jungle and saying, "Wow, look out for that tree." (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you all a great weekend. Join us Tuesday night, and until then, to our mother, to each other, and especially to yourselves. Stay connected. Good night, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection.
to get. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.